We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Happy freaking Wine Wednesday, Steph. Happy freaking Wine Wednesday, This particular Wine Wednesday, I could um, end right away. (laughs) Seriously, we are um, starting about an hour late because we are not IT gurus and we suck. And we were trying to figure out how to record for the last hour because we used to have a whole setup on how we did it because I would just use my laptop from work because everything was just like easy to use it on there. And then we were like, oh, wait, I don't have that anymore. So we had to figure out a plan B. And nothing we were trying to do is working. So if the sound quality isn't as great this week, we are sorry, you guys. We're hoping to be back to normal next week. (laughs) Yes, technology is definitely an asshole. And I am just like about like my mind is about to like explode from all of this. And if anybody has any ideas for a program for us to use to record, let us know. Um, Can I just tell you that while we were trying to figure this out, I was just, go- I'm like, you know what? This might be, have to be an investment that we make on the podcast. Let me just see how much Zoom is. And I I'm like, oh, 150 bucks, not bad per user. I know. Uh, so it'd be 300 bucks for us to use Zoom for the year. Oh my God. It's so like I don't know. We need to talk about it this week. Not wait until like we're about to record and be like, oops. Um, Especially but- since we're recording with a guest next week. So. Oh my gosh. You're right. Okay. Yeah. We have to figure this out. Yeah. Um, so I guess with that being said, um, we're supposed to be having Taylor from Taylor Made Tasty on the podcast next week. So excited to have her back on. We just saw her at your bachelorette and like literally talked about our podcast episode the whole time on the flight on the way home. And we are all just excited to have like a free flowing, fun friend conversation. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, we were sp- we were going to have her on last week for the bachelorette party episode, but due to my layoff and not being in the best mood that, cause it was literally that day we were supposed to record. And I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not going to want to record tonight guys. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Yeah, basically. So, um, yeah. So since we're already starting an hour later than we wanted to, and then I had already pushed us later because I was like gonna be busy. I just feel like we need to get on with it so we can get done with it. So I can go take a shower and watch Big Brother and go to bed. (laughs) Let's do it. But before we really get started, let's remind people again about our next meetup, um, Sunday, November 12th. You guys, when this episode airs, it's gonna be October already. This is like- Just over a month away. It is our fourth meetup, four weeks away. 
Brewery X in Anaheim. The link is in our description and in our bio on Instagram. Um, your RSVP includes pizza and treats. Um, you just bring buy your own beer. They have beer, seltzers, non-alcoholic drinks. Um, their pizza, we've obsessed about their mini pepperonis before, so I won't get too into it. Um, so good. And as always, we encourage you to bring a friend, but I have had a couple people reach out over DM in the past week or so, just like nervous about coming. They yeah. don't have a friend to bring. They don't know anybody. We've said it once and we'll say it again. And we have people chime in in our Facebook group about this all the time. It's a very friendly, welcoming, fun vibe. You don't have to overthink that. You will meet friends there if you don't bring a friend. And we just want you to be there. We want to meet our listeners and have you meet the rest of the WOM community. Yeah, I think we have like 14 or so people signed up already. And none of them are connected in any way except one person is bringing a friend. But everybody else is like just random people. So it's like it's not like this is just like us with our friends and then you're coming too. It's like literally like we're meeting a ton of new people for the first time as well at the meetup. So And as a reminder, this is how Laura and I met. We literally met through Instagram and showing up at like an event. I can't remember which event it was, if it was Disneyland or whatever. Disneyland. But like we both just showed up to something that we were invited to and met each other. And you can find your Laura too. So you You can find your Laura too. I love it. Um, But I wanted to bring up something real quick. Um, So, you know how, like, Facebook and Instagram, they love, like, telling us, like, people that they think we might want to follow, and sometimes it's like, oh, I do want to follow this person. Other times it's like, there's a reason I already don't follow them. Yeah, you're like, how do I hide this and never have it shown to me again? Um, But then there are certain people, and I need to know if you feel the same way, where you just, like, can't help but look. Like, Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Ex-boyfriends, high school rivals, yes. Absolutely. So (laughs) this happened to me last week, which I had texted you about this already, but I wanted to share it on the podcast. Um, So last week I'm like scrolling on Instagram and like I've been getting it. It's kind of a newer feature. Like I'll be like watching stories and then instead of an Instagram ad, I get like a block screen that like has like four profiles, like suggestions. And so I got one. Or and one of the people that it was showing was this guy I had dated prior to Jeff, like only for like a couple of months. It wasn't like we were like boyfriend, girlfriend, but we definitely went on like numerous dates. It just like never really went anywhere. So I like see it's him and I like click on it and I'm like, oh, his profile is pri- private. That sucks. And then I was like, but I think his Facebook used to be public. So I was like, Jessica, I was like, this guy could be married now for all I know. Like, I was like, I'm going to go check out. So then I go on Facebook and his page is public. And I see that, like, he just has tons of comments saying, like, I really miss you, bro. Like, all this kind of stuff. And, like, the way I'm reading the comments, I'm like, I feel like this guy died. So I, like, Google his name with, like, obituary. Like, because I'm like, he's young. Like, he's my age. So I was like, there's got to be, like, something about it if he died immediately pops up all of these news articles apparently he had been and this was probably already a year I honestly didn't even pay attention to the date I don't remember but I think it was like a year ago and he was in Texas for some reason and his ex-wife shot and killed him what 
the hell. And so this is the thing. When we had um when we had dated, he would I knew he was recently divorced and he would tell me like kind of like stories and like he would tell me how his like ex-wife was crazy. And for me whenever I was dating somebody, I always took stories of them their ex being crazy with a grain of salt because my theory is is it takes two to tango like it's so easy to like say like oh my ex was like insane just to like make them look better feel better whatever so he would like tell me like she was crazy and I would just be like oh yeah like she sounded crazy but like I don't know the whole story I don't know what their marriage was like well apparently she was crazy and she killed him and right in front of their like Their daughter had to have been, like, seven by now, because I want to say she was, like, one or two when him and I had dated. So, and it was all over, like, custody of the daughter, right? Yes. So, he had been fighting for, based on the article I was reading, he was, like, fighting for full custody of his daughter. This is, first of all, so sad, obviously, that somebody got killed. But this little girl lost both of her parents now. Absolutely. Yeah. Her dad's gone, and now your mom's in jail forever. So awful. I can't believe, like, I, first of all, I can't believe that you, like, came across that and then actually, like, thought, like, there was, like, a reason that you were wanting to, like, Google it, you know? This was all in, like, three minutes from, like, me looking on Instagram to Facebook to news. I was just like, whoa. Like, I was not expecting to go there (laughs) by being nosy. Like, I was just trying to be nosy. And then I got, like, the craziest text from Laura, and she's like, oh, my God, I think somebody I used to date died. And I was like, well, that's sad, like, not thinking, like, oh, like, they probably, like, I don't know. Any way that you die any at any age is sad, but I was like, oh, that's sad. And she's like, no, he got murdered. I'm like, what? Yeah. I was like. You and murderers, man. So much. So much murder that in one, my life. Remember that Remember the other story about the serial killer that you told us? He wasn't a serial. Are you talking about the guy that killed his mom? Yeah. He wasn't a serial killer. He just killed his mom. Just, like, just killed his mom. That's it. So you you are attracted to murderers. Maybe. I literally (laughs) told that story yesterday. So yesterday I went out to um, happy hour with um, all of the people that got laid off at my job. Because apparently we can day drink on a Tuesday now. Because why not? (laughs) And... um, I don't remember. We were all telling crazy stories and like they had asked, they were like, what's a crazy story? And that's like always like my go-to crazy story. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to tell the story again. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know what episode we talked about it on, but basically I hung out with somebody and then come to find out a couple days later, like we found out he had killed his mom like a week prior, but I told that and everybody was just like, edge of their seat like could not (laughs) believe this I was like yeah google it I was like it's literally like the scariest thing have (sighs) you made sure that Jeff has not murdered anyone before you actually like sealed the deal I mean I googled the hell out of that guy and I can't find anything on him I almost (laughs) murdered him this week but um yeah no we're okay uh, I think we're in the clear third time's a charm yeah I mean (laughs) sure oh I don't know what third time is but well, like third, third person we're speculating about being a murderer. The third person is Jeff's not a murderer. Congratulations, Jeff. You are not a murderer. <laughs> um, speaking of dates, I saw a story on KTLA, which is one of our lo- local news stations here in Southern California about money dates. 
And okay. I was like interested and read. So I don't read all these stories, but I was interested because I'm like, oh, this might be a good podcast topic. What's this about? And it, I thought it was going to be about like, that's like a first date kind of thing. And I'm like, that's kind of interesting, but like kind of weird too. But yeah. also like if it was a first date, you'd get a lot of like false information, I'm sure. But come to turn out, the article is about like people that are already in couples, um, actively engaging with their finances by setting budgets, investment goals, all of that stuff. And then like discussing that with each other. And it just got me thinking, I mean, this article went like a little overboard. It was talking about getting up, getting dressed up and going on a nice date to talk about your finances and blah, blah, blah. And like romancing basically the finance talk. This person listens to a lot of Dave Ramsey. Okay. Oh yeah. So I was like interested in this because this was very important to me when I was dating. Like I, Joey was not great with money. Like it was really hard to, Joey, my ex-husband was not great with money. It was really hard to like hit goals that I had for myself while I had somebody that was like very the opposite with like how they managed their money and their spending and everything. Yeah. And so for me dating, like now having this opportunity to like pick and choose and have wants and, and like demands, like I'm not going to be with somebody that's, you know, a hundred thousand dollars in debt or whatever it is, um, was like a new thing for me, especially dating in your thirties. And I'm like, this was important. Like I wanted to date somebody that had like plans financially, had their shit together, was planning for retirement, wasn't in debt, had a savings account. Like all those are very sexy in your thirties. And so it just got me thinking like, when was the first time that you and Jeff that you remember had like the finance talk or like started um, getting into that when you were dating? So same as you, like, so me and my ex-husband, we were um, both in, I mean, I say a lot of debt. It felt like a lot of debt to me. I know compared to other people, like um, it might not feel as bad, but I mean, we were, we were in a heavy amount of debt. The biggest being his school loans. I mean, he went to, a very high-end university that packed on a lot of school loans. So, but I mean, yeah, we had a couple car payments and we had like numerous credit cards because I had like in my early 20s, I had racked up a lot of credit card debt and I was spending many months and years paying $100 a month, like which when you have these shitty credit cards with 25% interest, like you're hardly putting dents in it every month. So, um, when I was married, we took a Dave Ramsey course and financial peace university. And we had like gone through that whole process and we became completely debt free. We were the ones that were once a month, we would have like, we would like the last week of the month, we would sit down, we would talk about our budget for the month. Like we would like literally like get all of our finances in order. So when I got divorced, I was completely debt free. I though quickly started having to accumulate debt again because I was basically while I was looking for a new job because my current job did not pay me enough to survive on my own I was like getting by three weeks of the month but like towards that last week of the month like things were starting to have to go on the credit card gas groceries things like that so for a good couple of years I had like built up a little bit nothing like crazy, but enough where I never had enough to just like pay it all off, you know? Yes. So I had probably paid it off around the time Jeff and I had started dating. And I was kind of the same with you where I felt like it was super important that um, I found somebody where 
like that was kind of important to them too. Like I felt like I had worked really hard on it through my twenties to get in a good place. And I'd worked hard on like kind of getting back there once I had got on my feet again. And, um, it's kind of scary to like think about having a future with somebody who isn't responsible with money and who might be in like a lot of debt because you get married and that debt's yours too. And so it's just like kind of a lot to take on. Um, so I kind of casually, it wasn't like I would ever, when I would date someone like, let's talk about finances. Cause that's like super touchy. You don't want to be like, I'm not asked like where it seems like you're trying to like get them to tell you like what they make and how much they have in their saving. Like, cause that's yes. tacky, but it's like at some point when you start getting serious, I think it is like important to like kind of just talk about it. And so I feel, I don't really remember. Cause obviously this has been like five and a half years, but I feel like I would kind of just like casually mention about being debt free or like having a high credit card score, like, or credit like score and stuff and like kind of just like casually make comments to try to get into those conversations. Yeah. And so Jeff and I were pretty open about that kind of stuff early on. It wasn't until later where we got more into like the numbers of like how much money we made, like where we really got And that was kind of closer. Even when we, we had more of those talks when we moved in together and then even more so when we were like going to buy a house, like we're now we're both, we both know everything about everybody's finances to a T. Yes. So um, I'm sure it was probably me who brought it up, but I don't, I don't know for sure. Yeah. I think um, for me, so like I said with Joey, we were like never on the same page. Like we were constantly like, and same, I, I've, I've been in debt too, but nothing crazy, like $10,000 or something, which is so freaking hard to get out of debt, even $10,000, you know, like you said, you make these payments, which are a lot as they are, and they chip, they barely chip away at it. But we both divorced, neither one of us were in debt. He decided to buy a $100,000 car after we got divorced. I'm sure he's um, loving, loving <laughs> debt life again. But um, yeah, like that was, that, it was so important to me. And so when I started dating, like, I didn't know when to bring these things up either. Like me and MBM that I can remember never had these conversations. You just like kind of see like, how he lives and whatever and get an idea. But I remember going on a date with this one guy at um, this bar in Seal Beach. It was like this, the guy that like, I feel like I got catfished. He looked nothing like himself. He didn't order the nachos. I was going to say, this was nacho guy, wasn't it? Yeah. So nacho guy was full of shit because. I remember Stephanie went on a date with this guy. He was like, do you want to get, do you want to get some nachos? And Stephanie was like, Yeah. And then he never ordered them. And Stephanie was really mad she never got her nachos. He, he even asked me, like, what, he's like, would you rather have the chicken or the carne asada? And I'm like, oh, the carne asada. And then, like, three cocktails in, I'm, like, tipsy with, like, no. It was probably intentional, but I went home. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, like, being so cringed out with that date because he sat there. Remember I told you he sat there and just talked about, like, I have this property and I have that property. I have a property here and I invest yep. my money here. And I'm like, this is a first date. Like, I don't believe anything you're saying right now. Like, because when you say too much, on it comes off like you're either insecure or you're lying. You yeah, know? It's like, like it's insecure is totally true. Like, and yeah, when, why do you feel the need to brag so much? It just doesn't make sense. Especially on a first date. Like, yeah. there's no need. Like, a first date should be, like, light and fun. And, like, you figure out if your personalities ma- match. Like, not, like, we're not, like, getting married tomorrow, you know? Yeah. And um, 
And so that was like kind of a turnoff for me because I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so important to me. But also like, whoa, that that's like, that's where I draw the line is like the whole like braggy, let me tell you everything that I have financially. Like you're obviously making up for something and I have an idea of what that something is. And I like it to be a little bigger. If you can, if you can catch my draft. Anyways, so I remember, I can't remember exactly where it was, where or when it, I remember where it was. I don't remember when in our relationship it was with Jordan and I, but I remember it was like early on and I was over at his house and we were sitting out on his patio, like having chips and salsa and margaritas. And it just came up naturally. Like, I think we, one of us like brought up like somebody that we knew and kind of like a weird situation, like couple situation that they're in, like when it comes to finances and like it really opened the door for us to talk about it. And I remember like sitting out on the patio and I was like, yes, this is coming up. Like I'm so excited right now. There's nothing that turns me on more than like financial responsibility. <laughs> and I was like, I remember I was like, Oh my God, I love that this is coming up. So I pulled up my credit score on my phone and I'm like showing him and I'm like thinking like, Oh, I'm, I'm like, bragging right now you know and he pulls up his and our credit scores are like so similar and I'm like oh my god I found my match like I have somebody who's not in debt who's financially responsible who has a savings account and a retirement account and I'm just like this is this is my match like this is my person yeah because it's like it's so I mean it's funny like when you were younger you would see like people like driving these nice cars and like living this, like, what seemed like a great life, and you're like, oh, they must, like, make good money, and then, like, as I got older and saw how things work, I'm like, you're able to show that you live a pretty nice life, but that doesn't mean you're, like, financially stable or responsible, like, I could have an $800 car payment and then be putting everything else in life on credit cards, like, I just, like, there's so many things you can do, so it's, like, really until you have that conversation, and it is hard, like, it is uncomfortable, and it's, like, because you don't want to come off a certain way, but I think, like, it is important, like, when you're getting into a serious relationship to be able to, like, know that info. Yeah, and I think, and it does, you don't know everything, but I think, but I think especially, like, dating in your 30s or any age where you're really ready to get married, you know, like if you're dating in, in your early twenties and you're just having fun and you don't necessarily care if it's the one that you're going to marry, like whatever, you don't need to. But when you're trying to like find a life partner, like you don't want to date somebody for three years, move in with them and then find out that they're shitty with money, you know, like yeah. you kind of want to have those conversations before you even like take certain next steps. So I do think it's important. I think it's funny how this article like romanticized it though. And was like, get dressed up, put your heels on, do your hair. You're going to go to a sexy dinner and talk about, you know, 401ks. It's like, oh, they kind of like pushed the envelope a little bit with their story, but I thought yeah. like perfect timing to bring it up. Um, so we can share the story to that link in the description if anybody cares to go read it. And um, if you have a sexy money date, um, we want to know everything. So let us know. Yeah. <laughs> so how was your week? Fill me in. Um, week was good. I have like, first I'll start with like some wedding updates. Um, we're like just one month out, which by the time you guys hear this, we're going to be just over three weeks away, which holy shit. 
It's insane. I'm like, like, it's going so fast. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I don't even. I saw I your know. Facebook I'll, post today about it being 30, like 31 days away. And I'm like, oh, my God. I know. I was like having like heart palpitations this morning. I was like, this is coming so fast. But honestly, like I had been very stressed about the wedding for like months and then I got laid off and I have so much time to just work on things now that I was like things that I was usually only able to work on on nights and weekends and stuff. Like I've like, I literally sat at my laptop for seven hours today working on wedding things and I got so much stuff done And I just feel like so much less stress. Like it actually seems fun now. Yes. Which I don't know if it's worth losing my job over, but (laughs) it is making it fun again, which that's nice. So, um, but final payments started being like, cause I've had on our calendar, all of our different final payments that are due from different vendors. And this week is like the start of a few of them. Cause some of them like final payments were due one month out. And, um, so writing some big checks a week after being laid off is not fun. (laughs) I mean, thankfully (laughs) we've had this money set aside already. Like this was money we set aside for the wedding, but doesn't mean you're like, oh, this money could be just being used to survive. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, so yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Lots of big payments going out this week that feel a little scary, but... Um, we're getting to that finish line. RSVPs were due last Friday. Um, we still had to like text a handful of people. Um, it's fun. There's people that we weren't expecting to come that are coming. Like one of my good friends, Matt, I went to high, him and I went to high school together. He was one of my good guy friends for a long time. A couple years ago, he moved to Texas. And so I haven't seen him since he moved. And he, it was like, a am inviting him because he knows Jeff and like, he always had fun at our parties and stuff. And it was like, I want to like have him there, but it was like, truly like, no, like ex- yeah. expectation that he's going to fly. Cause all of his family lives, like he had a huge family here and now all of them live in other States too. So I was like, it's not like he could make it like a family trip. Like, so he's really right. coming out here just for the wedding. So oh, I was like, so nice. really excited when I found that out. So there's definitely some that we thought were and some that we thought aren't, but we're right at about 145 people coming. So we got right. We were hoping for like no more than 150. So I feel like we got right into that sweet spot. Um, And then I spent the weekend working on the seating chart, which I think is my least favorite thing that I've done so far for the wedding. It's just really hard, like trying to please everyone, figuring out like everyone who would like get along the best or like know each other. And it's just like, I'm like, I wish I just had like big long tables. So I could have just like shoved everybody (laughs) there and I didn't have to like try to fit eight or nine people to a table. So you know what? It is what it is. You called me stressed about this last weekend. And I told you, Hey, People are not going to be sitting for the majority of the, they're going to eat and they're going to get up and have fun. And and, and that's so the like, thing is it's not even a formal dinner we're doing. Like we're doing a food truck. Like everything is so like kind of more casual that 
it's I just I think it's not a big deal. And B, if you're going to stress about anything, don't make it this because every single person that all 145 people that are going to be there have something in common and that is you and Jeff. So anybody can have a conversation because they all have that in common. And and honestly, everybody knows somebody at their table pretty much. I can think of like one or two couples that like don't really know anyone. But other than that, everybody has someone at their table. It'll be fine. It'll be great. We're going to have a great time. And if you don't like your table, go stand by somebody else's I don't know (laughs) um but yeah this morning I had my call with my photographer this was the first time her and I had actually like talked we've only texted and um done emailing a ton back and forth and Instagram and stuff but we talked for like an hour this morning and we went through like all of my wants all of her ideas we went through all of the timeline we both feel really good about where it's at it's like super front heavy so there's like a lot going on in the beginning but I think that just works good because then like if we get a little behind, there's like plenty of time. Like it's it'll yes. it seems like the timing is going to all work really well. Um, and then I worked on all of the ceremony schedule today. I finalized some other timeline stuff and just getting other details in line for the weekend. And I felt like I'm like, how did I do so much today and still feel like I have so much to do? Like I'm like, I literally <laughs> don't know. I would have been working on this like so much after hours. Like, so it's just really even more stressed and more exhausted. We probably would have quit the podcast today, to be honest, after those. Oh, I would have. I would have been so annoyed. (laughs) And I worked today and then like, yeah, no, it was, (laughs) it was rough. Um, But yeah, so wedding stuff's going good. Like I said, just it's nice having all this time. So, but um, fun employment. I'm a week, a little over a week in now. And it's just like super weird adjusting to this like new phase of life because I'm still just like weirded out because it's like I have worked for 23 years. So it's like not do- I still Bizarre. just feel like I'm on an extended vacation. Right. Until I see like work people on Instagram and stuff. And then I realize, oh, wait, I don't work with these people anymore. Did but, it hit you at all anymore? Like on Monday morning or like Sunday night, like not no. having the Sunday scaries? No. Well, just on- there was a point on Sunday trying to like where I was just I sat there and I was like it's really nice knowing I don't have to go to work tomorrow (laughs) like it was like I did I did kind of have that moment um and I had for I had originally like turned off all of my alarms on my phone last week and then on Sunday when I was like thinking about the week I was like you know what I need to still have an alarm go off every day like I need to not be getting in this habit where I'm laying in bed and being lazy. Like sure. Those days can be once in a while, but like I need to like have a routine and I need to like get into that. So my big thing was um, every week I'm trying to make a big to-do list for the week and then daily what I'm going to check off that list. Just so, like I said, I feel, and I've yet to sit down and like watch TV all day or something. Like I haven't had like, and but sure I've been doing fun things like yesterday I was out with work ex-coworkers for like from 11 till 5 so it's like I am doing some fun things too but um I'm just really trying to make sure I don't turn into just like a lazy slug all day every day so but my employment goals for this week is just I'm hoping by the end of the week I really want to have my resume done my LinkedIn updated um and I figure I should still apply for like two to three jobs. I'm not like making that a hard focus, but I figure it doesn't hurt to at least be getting a couple out there every week until after Absolutely. the wedding. So 
that's kind of the unemployment stuff. And then basically I had dog sat for my parents uh, Thursday through Saturday. And I was like, at first I was like kind of, cause I had known about this for a while. And at first I was like kind of bummed, like, cause I was like, oh, I just got laid off. Like, I'm like, really don't want to be like leaving the house, but it honestly just kind of felt nice to be there for a couple of days. Like being in the home, I'm like, I mostly grew up in and just having some time to myself and kind of decompress after like a crazy emotional couple of days. And it was actually, it ended up being nice. It was quick. It was only like two nights. So, um, but yeah, Thursday I was, um, my old work is like right by my parents. So I went to lunch with my old boss from my old university that I worked at. And then that night I had dinner with our friend, Megan. We went to this place in Brea. It's called Julep Cast Iron Kitchen and Drink. Oh my gosh, Stephanie. The cocktails were so beautiful and so good. I need to go. Yeah. This is the That's- second place you guys have gone that like the drinks look amazing. And I know. Her I'm, and like, I have been trying, go. her and I have been trying to like find like newer places that like neither of us have been. And I honestly was trying to go. Have you ever been to um it was called J Fats, Jimmy's food and tavern or something. I don't remember. I don't think so. It was in Brea. And then there was one in like Dana Point. Well, I was like, oh, we should go there. I haven't been there in like six years. I was like, that place used to be good and they had good drinks. And I was looking and I was like, oh, it closed down. Never mind. And then so I'm (laughs) on Yelp and then I'm like, where's this place? And I look and it took over where Jay Fats was. Oh, okay. Really good. Um, We didn't eat, like we had gotten like an app and I had just had some like soup and salad, but um, so I didn't get like a full, like dive into the menu, but everything we had was really good. Um, but yeah, so that was it Thursday, Friday, ran some errands, had a kind of a lazy afternoon watching the four episodes of love is blind that just came mm-hmm. out. And that was when I started working on the seating chart that night while I was watching love is blind. Um, Saturday, my parents said, they're like, okay, we're going to be home before noon. So like, basically when you get up, like you can, the dog can be home for a few hours. Like it's fine. So, um, I headed home kind of early so I could just shower in my own shower. You know, it's like always like better just showering at home than anything else. Got all your own products and everything. And, but, um, so we went on a double date on Saturday night with one of Jeff's friends from high school. And it's kind of funny because I feel like I know all of Jeff's friends like really well. We've been together for like such a long time. And like, I've hung out with so many of them, like dozens and dozens of times. But this was one of his good friends from high school that he's only come to like a couple of parties. And he's not like a friend that was part of like his big group. Like this was kind of like a one-off friend. And so he's come to parties, but it's been like big Halloween parties and stuff. So I've never really talk to him that much his wife's only come to one of the parties so I've never really gotten to know her and they had like asked us to go out like the week of my surgery and Jeff was like oh Laura's having surgery like we can't do that let's try in a couple months kind of thing and so we finally rescheduled and we had like such a good time we went to a local tiki bar called stowaway for dinner and drinks and then we went to this local karaoke bar that's um down the street and um we hung out I mean they had to leave kind of early because they had to get home to relieve their babysitter but it was just nice it's always like nice to hang out with like a new couple and stuff and have fun what what songs did you sing we didn't we weren't there like we kind of we didn't know it was karaoke when we went there apparently this was karaoke every night though it's like seven nights a week but um we were just like hanging out and like 
chilling. None of us like actually sing. So uh, okay. Nobody wanted to, and I would have if anybody else wanted to, but you didn't want to be up there like Aretha Franklin Franklining it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I totally would have, but it was like I feel like we were there like only like 45 minutes or so. But uh, okay. And it was like that was the thing is like I looked and like there was like such a huge list of like people that were already signed up, and I was like probably never like we won't be here long enough for it to even become my turn. Right. But um. Yeah, and then Sunday, I was just excited for another football Sunday, have a nice lazy day. Um, and that morning, we remembered that one of our favorite breweries was having like their Oktoberfest celebration this last weekend. So we were like, let's just go. We were like thinking about what we wanted to do for lunch. So we're like, let's go over there, watch some of the football games there, have lunch there and just hang out for a bit. Um, so we threw on some of our Oktoberfest gear and they appreciated us like, coming all themed out and so they gave us free drinks which was awesome oh that's awesome you guys <laughs> and, looked so cute yeah because I was like I was like oh well if this is because usually we go to Oktoberfest every year but the place we went to like they're in the process of moving so they're not doing it this year and I was like I just don't know like if we're gonna make it to one or not with the wedding so we were like let's at least do this and so we put on our little Oktoberfest gear and headed over and they were like thank you guys for dressing up and stuff we're like sure they're like here have a drink on us we're like okay Aww. So, but um yeah got home just watched football the rest of the day went in the pool for a little bit and then that night we watched the menu cuz that was the movie for Jeff's podcast this week it was so nice for him to actually have a newer movie for once yeah um, that's on HBO right or Max yes. or whatever you call it yes I can't remember. Did you watch that? Yes, it was crazy. Did you like it? I did, but I really like movies like that. Like, it's weird. It, I did, too. I loved it. Jeff wasn't – Jeff thought it was just okay. I really liked it, and I know both of his um, his podcast partners loved it, too. So, it's our – we already know Jeff doesn't have good taste when it comes to movies, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only saying this because I'm hoping he's listening. So I did feel like this movie was like kind of like cheesy, but I feel like that was the intent. Um, I think it was just one of those like, um, I don't know, I'd call it like a thriller, a satire. Like it was, it was like a comedy thriller. It was, yeah, I definitely chuckled like times I shouldn't be chuckling. Like, but (laughs) um, no, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. I felt like that movie like flew by. I was like really. I was really into it. And yeah, Jeff was like, meh. I was like, you're the worst. He's just such (laughs) a hard critic. We are entering October, which is scary movie month. So if anybody is looking for a scary movie to watch, if you have the Max app, definitely check that one out. That's why they did, uh, because they, every October, they do, all month, they do like different types of thrillers and scary movies and stuff. So that was their first movie to kick off uh, the Halloween season. Should we plug Jeff's podcast? I mean, sure. If you guys are into that kind of thing, he does the podcast. It's called Hans Shot First. They've been doing it for like 10 years. And um, basically, they have a different movie they watch every week. Sometimes the movies suck. Sometimes they're okay. And they talk about favorite or moments from the movie, things they didn't like about the movie, things like that. And then they kind of get into some other pop culture stuff and everything, too. So so fun. Hopefully, hopefully you get a lot of warm, warm listeners. If everybody can go, oh my God, if you guys can all go give Jeff's podcast a five-star rate and review and Do tell, it. Them, tell them Wom sent us, Laura and stuff sent us, like he will die. Please do it. And we will update you with their reaction. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> it's called Hans shot first. 
Um, yeah, so pretty much that was it. That was my weekend. Awesome. Well, my weekend was not super, super eventful, but ended up being a little more eventful than I thought. Because last week when we recorded, I was like, we switched days, I think. And I was like, oh, gosh, sure. But like, I don't have a very exciting weekend, so I'm not really sure what to talk about next week. Yeah. And it ended up being fine. So um, last work week was very busy for me. I was so excited for it to be Friday. I got off work and I had pre-ordered my iPhone and so it was release day and I was able to go to the Mission Viejo Mall. I didn't even know there was a mall in Mission Viejo, to be honest. Oh, is that where you picked up? Yes, that was like the only location that I could. And I was very excited. Jordan was so jealous. Um, So like I shared last week, I've never needed a new iPhone on release day. It's never been that important to me. I didn't even know people care that much. But Jordan <laughs> is somebody that cares. And so all of a sudden, I have FOMO and I've been influenced and I care. So Jordan loves to tell the story to his friends about how he set an alarm, you know, the day that you could order for like 4.45 a.m. so that he could order right at five and he could not get it on release day. Like the soonest he could get it was shipped to him on Monday. So like three days after release day. Yeah. And he's like, here's Stephanie hungover in Scottsdale, waking up whenever she wakes up, grabs her phone, goes to order it and can get it on release day at whatever the heck time it was in Scottsdale. Well, so, is it because you guys got two different phones too? Like you guys, which could have been, yes. Because I just, I know. So me being so because I was having phone issues last week, I was not able to order it until Monday. Which nothing like ordering a thousand dollar phone the day before you get laid off. <laughs> um, but I had by the time I was able to order it, I was not able to get it till like, well, the one I was originally looking at, it was like early November. And then the other one I was contemplating was like October 15th to the 20th or something. So I ended up, I was like, cause I kept telling Jeff, I was like, I really just want it before our honeymoon. And he was like, why? I was like, cause I just want a new camera for it. And he was like, <laughs> who cares? Like, it's not a big deal. I was like, I care. And um, it had show, cause it would like show you when you would order, like, if you could pick it up in store or if you could get it shipped. And I was not able to get any phones in store, but there was some that were going to ship fast. But I was like, why am I going to get a color I don't want? Or why am I going to pay more for a different size? Like, this is stupid. Order the one you want, Laura, and just freaking wait. So exactly, it's supposed to come still in like two weeks. I'm like, I literally ordered it like two days after release and I seriously can't get it until I mean I'm hoping I know one time it came faster than it said but Jordan's came faster so his originally said I forgot what date but it was like days after and then it kept moving up and it ended up coming Monday so okay yeah I I looked this morning and it still said the same like October 15th to 20th and I was like just don't come when I'm on my honeymoon and like yeah phone sitting out like I'll have to like call a neighbor or like go get it and because some they always say like you have to sign for it and I feel like half the time they drop my iPhone on the porch and leave like (laughs) you're like cool thanks yeah um so after that excitement so that was my first picking up a phone on release day excitement it was crazy (laughs) they had they had like a line with stanchions outside the store that everybody was in they were passing out water to people and it was a whole thing I was like dang okay um then we decided because we were at the mall and we never go to the mall. If it's not like South Coast Plaza for Din Tai Fung or like 
the Irvine Spectrum, which is an outdoor mall, like we don't go to the mall ever. And so since we were there, we decided to go to the Cheesecake Factory and get our middle class fancy on. And <laughs> I, I forgot. So factory. I have, Jesus, I can't talk. I haven't been to a Cheesecake Factory in I don't even know how long. It's been a while for me too. And I remember when I was in like my prime Weight Watchers days, I met a few girls I had met on Instagram um, at a Cheesecake Factory. And I was like, you know, counting points. And so I was going off their skinny licious menu and I ended up ordering their white chicken chili. And I forgot how many points it is. It's like eight points or something like ridiculously uh-huh. low. And, um, and so I ordered that again. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot how good that was. And it's like five, it's like under 600 calories. There's all this rice and green chicken chili. And I was like, okay, this is actually kind of good. You know, like the way you're saying it, it sounds good, but it's like literally something I would never get. Like, it sounds like something I would make at home, but never would get at a restaurant. And that's the thing. That's the annoying thing when you're watching calories and all that stuff is like, you tend to order things like you don't really want. It's just yeah. like, it ends up being most like. most of the time it is good though. And that's the thing. You're like, so not good. usually disappointed. You're like, sure, it's not a cheeseburger, but it also was actually really good. Yes. So that was fun. And um, Jordan, as you know, Laura has an obsession with middle class fancy restaurants. I will um, never forget that conversation we had <laughs> when you guys were over and he was going on about like Applebee's and stuff. And I was like, who are you? Like, like, yeah. Mr. Bougie, but like also give me Applebee's like or exactly. Friday. Like we went on about Fridays and he was like, no, ch- Fridays is better than Chili's. Like we were going like Battle of the <laughs> Chains. It was so funny. Which but the definitely Dallas night, we ended up going to Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was nothing yes, but a huge disappointment. and it sucked. It we were so literally bad. given plastic silverware to dine in the restaurant. We were like, what? <laughs> it was bizarre. Yeah. Um, so we will add middle-class fancy restaurants as a bedwet dead topic one of these times, because oh, that would be one. amazing. So we will make a note to remember to do that. Um, but that was our excitement on Friday. Saturday, I had my second or rescheduled alterations appointment for my bridesmaid dress because it was canceled the weekend before Laura's bachelorette. And I woke up to a text message from her again, canceling. And and she tried to reschedule for later in the day. And she said, anytime after noon, I was like, okay, how does noon sound? I don't want this to take me all day, you know? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, I can't do noon. I'm like, you literally said afternoon, like 1201 then can we do 1201? And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take my business elsewhere. She's whatever. I'm not going to get into it, but I ended up finding a new place way closer to our house. Super happy with the girl. It's an actual shop. I'm not going to somebody's house alone. I dropped it off. She did the measurements. She gave me the date to pick it up. Um, blah, blah, blah. So the date I'm picking it up is a little close to your wedding. It's I know when before. you told me how long it was going to be, I was like, Oh my God, my wedding dress isn't even taking that long. <laughs> so, and when I said that, I wasn't like super worried about it until you said something. And I'm like, Oh shoot. Because she asked me. So she said, when do you need your dress by? I hope not soon. And I'm like, oh no, I'm like, I need it. And I pulled out my my phone and I'm like, oh, like the weekend. I said, so either that Friday or Saturday before and she ended up writing it down as Saturday. But I think she probably could have gotten it done in like two weeks versus three. I was just thinking I was being like helpful saying that, but she has like a It'll legit be shop. It's yeah. gonna be fine. Um, So got that done. I was super happy. Um, and then we just ran errands. Jordan really wanted to go. There was a, like, he loves going to Greek festivals. Um, I know, when you guys had, posted that you guys were there, I was like, I feel like they just went to a Greek festival, like, 
We a did. few months ago. <laughs> we went recently to one in Anaheim, and this one was in San Juan Capistrano, and they're just like super fun. Like we love going. There's music, there's drinks, there's food. So we got a gyro, and the, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, but the Lucamades, they're like the best, the one of the world's best desserts. Um, so that was fun. It was just something to do to like get us out of the house. It was a nice sunny day. We got to walk around for a little bit. Um, so that was fun. And then my parents ended up, so my parents were road tripping. They were in Reno for a while for a conference for my dad. Then they went up into like the high Sierras and spent a few days. And then they got into town on Saturday, which was a day early than they were supposed to. So we got to meet them for dinner at Wood Ranch. We were originally supposed to go to Yard House because we were like, oh, we'll go to Yard House. We can watch some college football. Then it's like, it's not just like you eat and you're done. It's like yeah. we're eating and there's like something to do. Um, but Yard House had like a 90 minute wait and we were like, what? So we ended Yard up going to Wood. That spectrum is always the longest wait. It was crazy. And we let, when we left our house, it showed because you can do the check in, the Yelp check in thing or whatever. And there was no wait. So I'm like, I think there was a wait. I think we just weren't like within the distance that we needed to be. And so it was telling us there was no way. That usually I've joined Yelp waitlist like being 15 minutes away from places though. So that's weird. weird. Yeah. So we were bummed, but we went to Wood Ranch and I love Wood Ranch. I love Wood Ranch. That was fun. Um, But they were tired from their like long drive and everything. So we just had dinner and then. That was it because on Sunday we went over to my aunt and uncle's house and did a Sunday fun day, like football Sunday with the family. So that was nice. It was just like a nice lazy day. We all laid on the couch and watched football and ordered sandwiches from Corner Bakery and just got to like lounge and enjoy um, some family time. So that was a really nice Sunday. And then Tuesday, which was last night, it was nice because we had my parents over at our house. Um, along with my aunt and uncle. And my aunt's been saying for so long how she wants to come see our place. And well, I was going to ask, had your parents been there even? So my parents have been here, yes. But my okay. aunt and uncle have not. And par- part of that is, like, my aunt and uncle have, like, a huge house in Anaheim Hills. Like, they're always the ones that host. Like, they host, like, all of our cousins, and we all go over, and everything just happens there. And, like, to me, like, they're the adults. Like they have like the real house and like yeah. the real, you know, and it just, you don't like want to come to my tiny apartment. <laughs> yeah. So it feels like weird. I'm like, I have a one bedroom apartment. Like why would we come here? Like when you have like this beautiful backyard, but my mom always tells me, and I know she's right. Um, like she always tells me how like my aunt would like love to be invited over and she loves to be invited places. And it would mean a lot if, if we invited her over to our house I'm like, it really is true because my aunt was so happy to be here. Like we brought, we got ordered Mediterranean food and brought a couple bottles of wine down to our pool area. And it was just like so nice, but I don't know why, like, and I don't know if you ever felt that way too, before, like you bought a house. It just like, I feel so self-conscious inviting someone over to like my one bedroom apartment, like when they have a house or whatever, like, it just like feels like I know friends and family, like don't judge, but it just feels like my place is not the place that like we hang out like somebody else's house is. Yeah. But like, I think you did it right. Like they were able to see the place and you have that amazing pool. You guys live in a beautiful complex. So it's like so nice. Cause I know even Jeff and I, we would always try to like, especially during the pandemic, we would go have like, we would take our dinner down by the pool. Cause it was just like nice to be able to be out there and stuff. And, um, but yeah, I think that was nice that you guys were all able to hang out there. Yeah. So that was fun. So more family time ahead on my, radar this week and other than that that was that was my week 
I know. Isn't your sister getting into town? She flies in tomorrow, so I'm very excited. And she's staying a long time. She's going to be staying for a week, and then we go to San Francisco for a weekend. And so I'll be spending basically a week and a half with her. Oh, are you? But you're not taking any work off, are you? I'm taking Monday off and a couple half days, but that's it. Oh, okay. Well, I hope I get to see you guys this weekend because I would love to see her. I know. We will definitely um, text you with whatever we are doing on Saturday. Yeah, for sure. Because, yeah, Jeff actually, he, I don't remember if it was last night or this morning, he was like, do you want to see if Steph and Jordan want to do a double? He wanted us to go to, like, dinner, brewery, and, like, the driving range or something. And I was like, they're busy. And he was like, he was like, what are they doing? I was like, Steph's (laughs) parents are in town. Her sister's in town. I was like, we might meet up with them at a brewery at some point. But I was like, we can't double date it this weekend. Oh, we have to um, take a rain check for that, though, because that sounds like so much fun. For sure. So wellness updates. What's what's going on with you? Um, Not too much. Um, I am currently at my lowest. I'm around 83, 84 pounds down. Um, it's been kind of a slow burn since getting back from the bachelorette. I was happy I had only gained like three pounds that weekend. And it went away within like a day or two, but I feel like it's been kind of still like pretty slow since then. Um, I still am hoping I'm going to hit at least 10 pounds down for September. So we'll see in the next couple of days where I end up with that. But I definitely feel like it's been my slowest month yet, which I lose on average 13 to 14 pounds a month besides my first month where I lost like 30 some pounds, something ridiculous. But so I'm still not far off from what I've been doing. Honestly, if I could lose 10 pounds a month for another six, eight months, like I'll be jazzed. So um, as long as it keeps moving, I'm feeling good. Um, So when I had gotten laid off last week, like almost immediately, like the one thing I told myself was I have to start working out three to five days a week. Like I'm not working 10 hour days. I don't have an excuse. I need to at least walk a penny more. I need to do something. No excuses. So uh, 24 hour fitness was still stalking me because they were annoying me so much. Like (laughs) I didn't even want to give them the time of day. Um, I decided to go back to the gym I had wanted to go to originally, but there a lot of their classes weren't at times that worked well with my work schedule. And I was like, okay, their membership is like month to month. There's no contract. I was like, even if it ends up not working well when I get a job, at least I could be going and doing Zumba like at least three days a week there or something. So um, I went Monday, they gave me a guest pass and I was happy because a lot of gyms, when you do a guest pass, they won't like let you do classes or anything. But I basically said like, I want to be able to do a class. And they said, yeah, no problem. So I had signed up to do Zumba tonight, which is why we started recording late and um it was amazing i was so nervous i mean i used to be a zumba queen i zumba three or four days a week every week for like two years i like loved it and then but i haven't done it since i moved in with jeff so it's been over four and a half years since i've zumba oh wow and i like how i'm using zumba as a verb zumba <laughs> and um but it was weird how much like it all kind i mean Obviously, I don't know the full choreography, but the moves are all kind of like pretty much the same. So I was able to just like pick things up like super fast. So while I felt like a total noob, I also felt like I knew what I was doing 80% of the time. Um, I didn't die because I was like, I literally don't remember the last time I worked out for an hour. Like, 
hard working out, like where right. I wasn't stopping. And I was Did like, Did it go by fast? So fast, stuff. Like, oh, flew by. She was like, One more song. And I like looked at my watch and I was like, Oh my gosh, it's like already been 50 minutes. I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> so I can easily do this three days a week. Um, they have it like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday at 8 30 a.m. They have it Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 5 30. Um, I really liked this instructor. I'm hoping I like the morning instructor because ideally I would like to go in the morning, like wake up, go get it done and have my whole day. But if it comes to like me liking the night instructor better, I'll probably try to go two days a week to at least her class. So, yeah. Um, but, and then there's also a gym. One of our followers had told me about, it's called 30 minute hit. Have you heard of this gym? No, but that sounds cool. Never heard of it. It's apparently a um, a franchise, or I don't know if it's a franchise, but it's a chain. There's like tons of them. I had never heard of it. There's one in Tustin, so I had looked into it. It's an all women gym, which I love, and it's not like class time. So you can go literally anytime. It's open for like from like 6 a.m. to noon, and then open from like 3 p.m. to like 9 p.m. And when you go, it's like a circuit, but you like have a, like when you walk in and start your circuit for 30 minutes, you have like trainer people with you the whole time, but you just like, you start when you get there. So it's not like you have to be there by a certain time or anything like that. Um, but it's very boxing type focused, it seemed. And I was like super stoked about it. It was, it wasn't even that bad. Cause I feel like those specialty gyms can kind of be pricey. I want to say it was like 110 bucks a month or something like that. That's um, not about it all. It seemed doable, but I was like, you know what? I was like, I should just do the $20 a month right now. I don't have a job. Be a little bit more like financial responsible now. And then I feel like maybe when I get a job figured out and if my Zumba classes aren't working as much with the schedule, I could at least have the flexibility with this. I love that I could still do classes, but without having like specific time constraints that I have to hit. Um, so I kind of want to try it. I love that it's all women too, and it's really not that pricey. So I'm going to maybe in the future, like check that out. Cause I, when I looked on Yelp and I tried to like do some research on it, I was like, this place seems kind of cool. Like people were like raving about it. I like the idea of it just being women. Cause I feel like that takes like some of the mind fucking out of (laughs) going to the gym, you know? you get super, and I remember seeing somebody in a Yelp review say, like, a lot of the exercises, too, you're, like, facing a wall almost. Like, so even if there are other people, like, you are you don't have time to, like, even look at other people and judge other people. Like, you're just kind of in your own zone. Um, I like that. Which I like as well. So, um, yeah, that's it. I think other than that, I've lost about half my hair. I feel like I have a pathetic ponytail. That's kind of depressing. I've decided I am going to get clip-ins for the wedding. Um, hopefully I don't hate them and yeah, hopefully my hair stops falling out soon. How long is it supposed to like, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, I've read everything from like three to six months. So, oh wow. But it's like terrifying every time I brush my hair. (laughs) So So I I bought a new blow dryer this week. Like that's supposed to be like, no, like heat damage and stuff. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Just I'm trying to be better about not destroying my hair while I still have some left. Uh, yes. So what about you? Because you're a week into semaglutide. I, so I want to hear about I it. I am. So last week on the podcast, I shared that I was like 
a little hesitant to share anything on Instagram and I'd probably just keep the majority of it here. Like I was like terrified for people's opinions, but I got so many DMs and messages from people listening to that podcast that were so positive and zero that were negative um, that it like really made me feel more comfortable sharing on Instagram. So I put my feelers out there last week and overall, like there were a couple of comments, but overall, um, very, we get very comments positive. no matter what we do, no matter what we exactly. talk about. So, I and mean, then, like for me, as long as like the majority of people don't like hate me, <laughs> I'm good. A couple of you can hate me. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but week one went really, really well. I am down 5.4 pounds, which is amazing. Oh. I feel like you always lose the most in the very, very beginning. I know, so. but I've heard mixed things about those because a lot of times your dose is so small in the beginning it doesn't have like really that big of an effect. So I think like that's really great because I don't know if people always have that great of success the first Right. Time. So I was really, really, really happy. I did my first injection last Wednesday night um, and Jordan wanted like nothing to do with it. Like I was scared and just like I needed, like I needed, like I'll do it. I'll inject myself. I'm not scared to inject myself, but like I don't even know how to like take the lid off the thing and like put the needle in the thing and then get it. And I, I want to make sure I'm not like overdosing on semaglutides and like, and he was like so scared. Like he was like, thought he, I was going to sue him for like medical malpractice. And I was like, dude, I just need your moral support. And then once it's like ready to go, like I'll like shoot myself up. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but so he ended up helping me, but I chose Wednesday nights as my day because I work from home on Thursdays. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday are my in-office days. And I felt like people scare you with the side effects part of this. And I was like, if I'm going to have side effects, I read that doing your injection at night is best because the side effects can tend to be worse. And the first 12 hours, I'm like, okay, then I sleep through most of the side effects. And then I'm home in the morning. So if if I don't feel like jumping out of bed at 530 and taking a shower, I can just like throw my hair up, sit at the table. First of all, I have an hour extra sleep on Thursdays. And I can just like, it's a lot easier to like work and feel crummy at home than like work and be around a lot of people and and feel shitty. That makes sense. I agree. So that's why I did that, which ended up working out really well because the medication does fade off throughout the week. Like the closer you get to your next injection day, like the hungrier you start to feel. Yeah. So I felt like this was really good for me because I had like the most of it hitting on the weekend and the weekend is when I will like tend to overdo things the most, you know? Sure. Um, so that was good, but I did feel like by Monday night was like the first time that like I came home from work and like wanted to go like snack or wanted to go. Like I was like stressed from work. Wanted just, I had that feeling of like food noise coming back and I was like, okay, I have to listen to this and like try really hard to not, like give into it because I have to be training myself like these new habits and stuff. So that was hard, but, um, I honestly did really, really good. I, it's blowing my mind a little bit. Like I read so much about this and I'm still reading so much about this. Um, but it truly does make me feel so full, so much faster. The food noise is so minimal. Like I think about it sometimes, like I won't be thinking about food, but then I'll think about how I'm not thinking about food. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I'm like, this is yeah. so weird. Like I haven't thought about, like, I like, I do that too. I'll yeah, be like, like um, wow, I haven't eaten in hours and I don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly like for somebody that struggles with like 
just food noise and being hungry all the time. And even when you're not thinking about food, what's my next meal and what can I yeah. stock on? And I'm stressed at work. And all I can think about is like eating because I'm stressed and all like, it's amazing to not have those thoughts. Like, I'm just like, I feel normal. Like, I don't know how to describe it besides that. Like, this is what like a normal person who doesn't struggle with food feels like, like, it's yeah. so weird. Um, but no, it's been really, really good. Um, I'm really happy with it. I'm scared. My second injections tonight, it's the same dosage. So I'm picturing like, I'm not going to have any side effects. It's the same dosage. I didn't have any the first time. I think I'll be okay. Um, but I am a little nervous on going most, um, the most common questions I've been getting, I've been keeping like notes of them. So I don't just like dump all in one episode, all the questions and I kind of spread them out. But the three most common ones I've gotten, the first one was about side effects. I think there's a lot of people that are interested in this, but this, what you can read can really scare you. Like people have all different kinds of side effects and it doesn't affect everybody the same. So I know um, like constipation and nausea are two major side effects. And I was really worried about that. I'm still worried about that, you know, as my dosaging doses go up. Um, But I have personally not had any side effects yet. I also am in a Facebook group about this and Facebook groups are like good and bad. (laughs) Literally, I want to delete the bariatric one I'm in every day, but I don't because sometimes it is useful, but it literally makes me want to like poke my eyes out. Some of it is so useful and some of it is like, just, I don't know how people like survive in life, but like one some person, people's questions are so stupid. And then yes. people in the comments are so mean and so cat and like telling people like what they're doing is stupid or it's just, I hate it. It's ridiculous. And there was one girl yesterday that was saying, I've been on it for X amount of months and I'm going to go off of it. I'm starting to lose all my hair and blah, blah, blah. And then I started freaking out. And I'm because I don't have very much hair to begin with. Can you yeah. imagine if I lost any? And so I started freaking out and I'm like Googling the shit out of this. And I'm like, this is not a common side effect. This is like could happen, but does not happen in the majority. Of people. And I so think like, it's also like because I think one of the things that causes hair loss is like rapid weight loss and like lack of like a lot of nutrients, which is why people who have bariatric surgery have it because they're not eating anything anymore and they're losing weight very quickly so that I feel like would not be the same case for you right so I'm really really hoping I don't struggle with that I don't think I will um someone had a concern of if I'm eating enough so I started posting like just once a day like a certain meal of like how much I ate of the meal like you did the same thing I think or maybe it wasn't you no I have with your surgery and just kind of like, because it's a mind fuck to myself. Like, one of them was like a, the gyro at the Greek thing. Like, I would have slammed that whole thing down and the fries that Jordan and I ordered to share. And I could like only eat like all the meat on the inside and maybe like a quarter of the bread. Mm-hmm. And the fries, they put fries on the gyros there. It was so good. Yeah. And um, I ate the fries that were in the gyro, but I could not eat like any of the side of fries. And I was just like, it's a mind fuck to myself. Like I'm wanting to share this just to show like what a trip it is because like before me would have eaten the whole thing and same at Wood Ranch with my parents. I'm like, my order at Wood Ranch is tri-tip, macaroni and cheese, smashed sweet potatoes and all of their crack bread. And I would finish all of it. And I'm just, it just like really goes to show like, 
people that struggle, struggle. Your body does not need all of that. You want all of that. And so I am, for anybody concerned, I am tracking. Um, I did decide on calorie counting versus WW. It was just like, it just came so much easier. And it mentally, it's a mental game for me. Like seeing a higher number of what I get in a day helps. Um, But I'm entering everything I'm eating so that I make sure it's going to be hard for me to overeat. So I'm not super worried about that. But I do want to make sure that I'm not under eating and I've had zero problems with under eating so far. So I am hitting my calorie target or very, very close to it. Um, And that is not a concern of mine currently. And then um, I got a couple questions. You guys must know I like to drink and you do too about um, if I can drink and Yes, I can. And I did this past weekend. I had um, a glass of wine last night, a couple glasses of wine on Sunday, um, a cocktail at dinner Saturday. So yes, there's like no rules that say you can't. I hope. Watch. It's probably in the medication that says you can't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I've been fine. Um, I think it's just like just getting full faster in general kind of makes you want to drink less. Um, Another thing I've heard, which I haven't experienced yet, is like it can kind of change your taste buds with things like certain things don't sound as good. And so I do have a friend that's on this where like just she used to be a huge wine drinker and she like it does not sound good anymore. That is a lot of people with bariatric surgery, too. There's that's why they like the big thing they say is like, do not stock up on something you like, like a protein shake before your surgery, because there is a good chance after your surgery you do not think it's good anymore. And I've heard the same about wine. I have heard that about wine, just certain foods and stuff. I have some things that don't taste as good. Um, Diet Coke was like that at first. I almost was like so sad. And now I'm like, no, it tastes normal again. (laughs) But like at first I was like, I don't think I like Diet Coke anymore. But um, yeah, it is weird how that works. I don't get it. Jordan and my mom were making fun of me last night, like with the reverse though. Like they were like, oh, maybe she'll start to love broccoli. Like maybe (laughs) this, like I highly doubt that. I'm 30, going to be 37 this year. I still don't like broccoli. But um, (laughs) no, overall, I'll keep sharing updates. I'll share on my Instagram, but like the heavier, more in-depth updates because we have more time here, I will share. So keep tuning in and listening um here but so far so good I just hope like I feel so excited with it and so motivated and I'm like literally in my tracker every day and like it like it feels everything feels like it's moving the right way and I'm on track and I just hope that continues like I hope I don't get like slapped with like awful side effects or I I don't I don't know I'm just I hope it continues going in like this very positive exciting direction for me because I feel super motivated when do you go up when does your dose go up is it after a month two months I have to check I want to say it's after a month I think it's the first four weeks I'm on a certain dose and then I dose up from there I think it's after four weeks okay so hopefully that doesn't put me right at your wedding (laughs) or I'll have to postpone the (laughs) yeah don't up your dose until the following Wednesday just in case (laughs) exactly but um just a little pop culture I know this is long already so we will just touch on it First of all, can we all die together over the fact that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are what we believe a couple? We are not the only ones talking about this, but Steph and I have been very excited about this. So excited. I 
like you heard all these rumors before and I was like oh he's too much of a bro for her whatever then she shows up to his freaking game on Sunday and sits next to who his mom yep you're telling me they're not a couple they are a couple yeah um so I'm dying a little bit inside I think it's so cute and I think regardless like I don't see them as like a perfect match do you no, I mean, like I said in our text, our group text this weekend, I see Taylor Swift as like a Jen Aniston that she's just going to kind of, I think maybe she's a little crazy because I think Jen Aniston probably isn't like, there's a reason like these people like are serial daters and don't like ever like they bounce from relationship to relationship. They rebound quickly and like they might have long-term relationships, but they're never like, I don't know. I kind of see her just being a little bit like a Jen Aniston maybe, but I mean, I guess Jen did get married at some point until Brad cheated on her, but. um, I think for Taylor Swift's career, as long as she is career minded, which I don't see her slowing down right now, I don't think she can be in like a relationship that's headed to like marriage and kids because that's going to change everything for her, her brand, her music, everything. Um, I don't think that their personalities are, like, completely comp- compatible. Um, but I do think, like, they'll have fun together. Hopefully they'll stay friends after. Hopefully this is more of, like, a Taylor Lautner relationship where they end on as friends. And, like, the songs are, like, I just think either way we're going to get some great music from this. Absolutely. And I also am obsessed with all of the TikToks right now of wives trolling their husbands, saying, like, <laughs> oh, have you, like, heard about this guy, Travis Kelsey? It's, like, so nice that, like, Taylor's putting him on the map and all, and these husbands are, like, what are you talking about? This guy is, like, <laughs> was in the Super Bowl and blah, blah, blah. Like, the guys are, like, freaking out. So I tried doing it with Jordan the other day and didn't realize the awful angle I had on my camera that made me look like I had seven chins until <laughs> I didn't post it. And also, it wasn't funny enough, but I, like, basically said the same thing, and Jordan's reaction was just, like, No, like, he's been on the map. Like, he's, like, and also I couldn't pull it off well because, like, I've been, like, in love with Travis Kelsey for, like, a couple years now. I think he's super hot. So Um, that's the pop culture update that we like to hear, though. Um, The second one, which we will just briefly touch on because I'm still behind, story of my life. Season five? Season five, right? Of Love is Blind. First four episodes are out. When do the next ones come out? Friday? Friday. Okay, so three more, I believe, come out on Friday, and just, like, initial first thoughts, just knowing that I'm only two episodes in. I'm not going to lie, because I was working on wedding things, like, I was paying attention, but I literally don't know anyone's names, Um, and I also don't remember what happened what episode, so I don't want to spoil anything for you. So, I feel like we can touch more maybe next week, but, um, I mean, I'm enjoying it. I think it's super messy. Um, that's what I was going to say. This is a hot mess of a season. Yeah, it definitely, um, one, I was talking about it with somebody. I feel like this is almost one of the first, like, seasons that were very openly, like, people know the love is blind thing now. Because the first few, they recorded a couple of seasons before, like, the show had ever aired. So you don't, when you record it, or when you're filming, you don't, know what's going on right you know what I mean where now it's kind of like reality shows like Survivor and stuff where you start to just learn like what you should be doing and and so I think people start to act differently calculated yes exactly so it's it's interesting it's fun I think it's going to be a good season and um yeah we'll have to talk about it more next week 
Absolutely. So speaking of love, love is blind. Let's get our bedwet dead on. And you yeah. came up with this idea. So go yeah. ahead. Because in the very, I'm pretty sure it was the first episode. One of the guys like first opening lines in the pod was, okay, let's do pancakes, waffles, and French toast. So I immediately text Stephanie and I was like, okay, I think we're doing our love is blind, bedwet <laughs> dead, the same as they did on the episode. So let's do pancakes, waffles, and French toast. Okay, so pancakes, waffles, and French toast. I am going to bed with pancakes. I am going to marry waffles, and I'm going to kill French toast. Thought we were going to be the same for a second. I am going to bed with pancakes. I am marrying French toast all day, every day, and I'm killing off waffles. So for me, I love pancakes but they don't like absolutely excite me every time like I'm always right. just like oh a pancake as a side like, sometimes they're like, okay and sometimes they're amazing yeah so I'm just like very like once in a while is fine I love waffles I freaking like make me a Belgian waffle load it up with bananas strawberries whipped cream syrup all the things or chocolate chip I don't discriminate I also love I don't discriminate against a good old ego too love an ego toaster and I just think like of any of the sweet breakfast options that's what makes me like truly happy and french toast i feel like it can be done so right and so wrong too like i feel like that about waffles because i feel like sometimes waffles can be so dry or like overcooked like trust me i freaking love a good waffle like a good waffle is great but like i love french toast french toast a little powdered sugar so and i like just a good classic french toast like i don't need like I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some great, like, fancier French toast out there. But I just love a good, like, solid, like, the one you get at, like, your typical, like, breakfast diner. Yes. Oh, I, um, I'm, like, dying for French toast right now. I know. I'm, like, it's, like, 930 at night, and I haven't even eaten dinner yet because I was, like, busy from the second I got home from work. And I'm just, like, do I want pancakes, waffles, or French toast for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> breakfast for dinner it is. I love All right. That. Let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what is your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is the Maybelline Lifter Gloss. It is a plumping lip gloss with hyaluronic acid. I hope I said that right. Um, So I am a big lip gloss girl. When it comes to like lip makeup, I prefer lip gloss all day to lipstick. And I absolutely love it. I am a sucker. I go to like Target or Ulta or whatever. And like, I just want to buy lip glosses all the time. And I have two of these. I have, I've had the petal color for a while now. And then I just, I had like a Target order where I needed to add like $9 or something to like Uh make my order ship free. So I'm like, oh, I'll get a lip gloss. And I got it in the moon shade and I absolutely love both of them. It is like a very high shine lip gloss that makes your lips like obviously stand out that you're wearing like a pretty lip gloss it adds like a little bit of color but is very shiny it says it has a plumping aspect to it like I don't feel that so you'll have to tell me if my lips look super plump the next time I see you (laughs) um but it's also not sticky I hate when a lip gloss is sticky and you go to talk and it like separates your lips and is disgusting or your hair blows and it sticks to your mouth yeah yes um, so I believe it said it's available in 20 different shades. It's $8.99 at Target. I'm sure they have it at Walmart, Amazon, all the other places. But for a $9 lip gloss, it's amazing and definitely worth a try. Do you feel like the two colors are different? 
I feel like I buy a lot of multiple colors of lip glosses and they often don't look different enough. So I've had that experience too. They're similar, but the color, like when you look at those two colors on the website, like they look kind of similar as it is. Um, but I do tell a difference. It's, I would say like the glossiness definitely comes out more than the color in these glosses, but they, the color comes out too. Like I feel okay. like I have something on my lips. So okay. I really, really like them. I have other lip glosses I love. I have like a Fenty Beauty lip gloss, a MAC lip gloss, like some higher end lip glosses that I love. And I'm like, this to me is like just as good as any of those higher end lip glosses. So okay, I'm, I'm still really stuck on my ColourPop Lux lip oils, but yes. um, I do want to try one of these because I'm the same. I just love a good gloss. Me too. What about you? What is your flavor of the week? So I'm also doing a makeup product today. Um, I am doing the Tarte Tartlet Tubing Mascara. Um, I felt like I kept seeing different influencers talking about this mascara. Um, and I was just really, I've always been intrigued about the tubing mascaras. I think the first one I ever heard of is from maybe Wonder Beauty. I don't remember some random like online makeup brand, but, um, it honestly gives insane volume and length. Like I was so impressed with it. It is $25, which I've been using Essence Mascara, which is like $5 for the last couple of years. So it's definitely like a big difference. But honestly, mascara does last me a while. Um, it's kind of my fave right now. So I think, I mean, I've been using it for like a week and it also comes off so easy. It doesn't like, it's supposed to like stay flake and smudge free for like 24 hours. And I feel like sometimes I start to get a little bit of the raccoon under your eyes. Like it starts to flake on your cheeks, things like that. But, and honestly, like it removed so easy, so smooth. It just like pops. Cause like, think of it like little tubes over your eyelashes. It just kind of like slid right off. And love that. I like love it. I'm very, very impressed with it. I've tried so many masks higher end mascaras that people rave about and I'm just like never that impressed and um this is like one that I actually really really like so I wanted to share it with y'all perfect go get go get yourself a new mascara and a new lip gloss yeah and you got a quote before we head out I do we will end on this this is from the soul guidance Instagram account a lot of people think the ultimate glow up is physical. Honestly, it's learning your worth, recognizing when it's being tested and the confidence and strength to not settle for anything less. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.